Waddle's got his man, and he's gone. Jason Swain, touchdown. It's time for the Swain event with your host, Jason Swain. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan. All you chumps are going to bow when I whoop him. It's time for the Swain event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Give me two shots and a red flag. Oh, we close. We're close to another game day. It is Thursday, September the 30th. Not only are we close to another game day, man, we're close to another month. My goodness. Ben, time is flying. We are right around the corner from October the 1st, my friend. October the 1st. And then we are right around the corner. From Tennessee, Mizzou, noon, two and two teams, middle of the pack SEC teams, well, fighting for a chance to be in the middle of the pack. <laughs> let, me, let me correct myself. Fighting for a chance to be in the middle of the pack, uh, Mizzou and Tennessee this weekend. Is that why you looked at me, Ben? You was about to correct me? It is. <laughs> good morning to you and the good folks. Hope we have a fun Three hours together. I'm excited about today. Sad that September is over with because September is the best month of the year. Without a doubt, September is the best, best month of the year. Oh, but no, uh, that, that's, that's depressing that September's practically over. But I'm excited for today. Josh Heupel speaks with the media at 11.15. Tony Vitello talks afterwards. Talk a little fall baseball. Tennessee baseball has its first scrimmage tonight. Getting ready for for Tennessee, Missouri. This is this is the part of the week where it really starts to feel like game day. Steelers are going to bounce back and beat the Packers this weekend. I'm sure you have some twisted, sick way that you've come up with of of why you're going to root for the Packers this weekend. No, I'm rooting for the Steelers, like I do most weeks, because I'm a Mike Tomlin fan. Mm-hmm. But the, the Lions-Bears, I'm like, whatever, man. Whatever. I wonder if that game, well, I imagine it won't be on TV TV for all of us to watch. It needs to be on Jefferson Pilot. <laughs> the NFL needs to adopt Jeff Jefferson Pilot just for this game. It needs to be a noon game. For sure. A noon game. I It, it bugs me the way the NFL does their 
TV broadcasting. I like Monday night. I like Thursday night, but I hate that. I mean, you're locked into only three games. You only get three games on a Sunday, aside from Sunday night football. Unless you pay for it. Uh, unless you pay for it, and it is expensive. But apparently the Sunday NFL ticket is is coming up, like the, the end of the deal, and there's talks about them joining Amazon Prime. There's there's talks about Apple. Apple talks mm-hmm. about being able to buy individual games, mm-hmm. which I would be head over heels for. If, if they do that, the NBA does it. Uh, Major League Baseball, I think you can get a team for Major League Baseball. But for like, NBA, you can just watch a team or, or a game, and that would be amazing because my wife's computer can't take uh, many more Ill- illegally streamed NFL games. Goodness gracious, you are a criminal, Ben. <laughs> Look, I do what I got to do to watch the Steelers lose, all right? Don't judge me. When when do you start to feel like it's almost game day? Like, like, like when does your excitement start to, to to really set in that hey it's it's the end of the week it's about time for game day I feel like it, I feel like it's today as a as a player it was definitely today as a player it was it was Thursday because it, it kind of well it was called dress rehearsal which I don't know why it was called dress rehearsal because it was just practice it was it was it was straight up practice you just didn't have shoulder pads on or Thigh pads or anything like that on, but I don't know why it was called dress rehearsal because it was a good 13, 15 periods of full speed, and but it felt, but it felt, but it felt like it felt like all right, it's time to go. Thursdays we were round around the corner, and then Friday was your true, true walkthrough. But like as a fan, I think it, I think it's like Thursday, Friday. Definitely by Friday, for sure. But, yeah, man, I mean, this is a pivotal game for, for Tennessee. Uh, oh, yeah, by the way, I was watching the Yankees and, and Blue Jays for like a little bit last night. Oh, it was on ESPN? Yeah, it was on TV. It was on TV. I was watching uh, the, the Yankees broadcast on MLB TV, so I didn't even know it was on ESPN. Yeah, I watched a little bit. Uh, looks like the Yankees cut cut into the lead, but just not just not good enough. Came up a little bit short, but they were down multiple runs when I when I was tuning in. They came back and tied it at five five in the eighth. I think it was the the top of the eighth inning, and then the bottom of the eighth inning, like the second pitch. Bo Bichette for the Blue Jays hit an absolute bomb to give the Blue Jays a lead, and that proved to be the difference. Shout out to Jennifer Morris. Her team won. The Braves won. And, uh, Ben, your, your, your team came up a little bit short. So. <laughs> thank, thank you for pointing that out. I, yeah, I, man. I, 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 I appreciate that. Braves uh, just need one more win to, to make the playoffs. Uh, magic number is now one for the Braves. So hopefully they can get that, get that done tonight. I like it. I like it. I like it. 865-255-03 is our telephone number to the Iris Network's hotline. We'll take our first break of the day here. Live from the Low T Center Studio, Ben McKee, Jason Swain. Our number one is brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Be right back. Stay with us. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com. 
If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill, or call 865-693-5400. Good morning, Swain Event crew. As the weather heats up, so does our market, and from Johnson City to Knoxville, eager buyers are grabbing up many available properties. The chili is hot in East Tennessee, so if you are ready to buy or sell or want to talk more about our local real estate market, I'm just a phone call away. Or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com and go Vols. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you, so you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. For a replay of East Day's Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook.
up. Hurry up. Let's get back from break. Hurry up, man. We got we got Neil and Mafia on the line. Hurry up. Why did we even take a break? Huh? Neil and Mafia, good morning. <laughs> good morning, sir. Good morning, man. How you doing? Swain, man, it's, it's funny you should ask. Um, I I got up a little bit ago. I don't usually get up this early, but I got up a little bit ago, man. I'm sitting there drinking my coffee. You know, man, I'm fired up. I'm looking forward to, to seeing you guys. I'm going to watch it on, on my big screen TV. <clears throat> well, I had my coffee and my brand muffin, and, and things started happening. So I go back for the morning constitutional, and, and, and Swain is just mystical. You listen to mystical? What? It, it, no, 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 no. The experience was mystical. Oh. It was like it was like birds were singing in the trees. It was like my chakras realigned. It was like poisons that had been in me from the Bill Clinton administration finally got purged. And I'm like, man, this is going to be a beautiful, great, mystical, incredible kind of day. I got to call my man Swain and just tell him all about it. And man, but 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 the great thing, the the really wonderful, wild thing. Right before I flushed, I turned around and took a glance, and man, it was, just, it was in the perfect shape of the Detroit Lions helmet logo. And I'm like, man, this is a sign. <laughs> this this no. is a sign I have got to tell Swain. No, I just, no, I, no, I, don't, I don't like that sign, man. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if I like that Neil Mafia. I kind of want the Lions <laughs> to win this weekend, man. I, we got to get a new coach. You, you, you don't want the Lions to win. You don't want the Lions you, you, to win. No, no, no. Next, who do y'all play next week? Do you know off the top of your head? NFL schedules are a little bit different than uh Let me let me check on my ESPN app with my favorite teams. <laughs> but, but, but now guys. The Raiders. Uh, oh, take your Raiders. L to John Druden. Yeah, we I want let's win this week. We'll take our L next week because Raiders are way better than we are right now. So <laughs> you don't want to lose to the Lions for many reasons. So what I was calling to, to really to say, uh, we're a third of the way through the season now. You know, there's there's things we, we, we kind of figured out that we weren't sure about, things we're a little more positive about that we were unsure about, things we may be a little bit sad about <laughs> that uh, we, we, we didn't think we'd be so sad about. And so I wanted to ask you both, what has been the single biggest surprise, positive and negative, that you've seen through the first four games. Y'all guys have a good morning. Thank you, Neil Moffey, man. Good to hear from you, my friend. Have a good day. I've got my negative right off the jump. Why you got negative first, man? Because well, he asked for a positive and a negative. Well, I thought you was a glass half full type of we guy. I have a positive. I just think the negative is real easy to point out. All right, go for it. The passing game. Both the receivers – and Joe Milton are not where I thought they would be. I I didn't expect Joe Milton to go out and win SEC Offensive Player of the Year or to go out and, and win the Heisman, but I, I did expect him to look better than than what he has. So that, that has been surprising to me, especially just what you heard about him during fall camp behind the scenes. Mm. It, and I, I think it also comes to a surprise – comes as a surprise to the coaches as well. Oh, yeah, they surprised too. So, you, you, and then you, I know this isn't a popular opinion to have, but the receivers have, have done very little to help out Joe Milton and any quarterback, quite frankly. I, I think the receivers are playing much poorer than I ever imagined. I, I thought 
the receivers were going to be a strength, honestly, because I think they I think they still have a ton of potential in that room. They still have guys that have man, potential. Man, what time is? Seven nineteen. Don't don't bring blame Neilan Mafia. Don't he asked bring for a negative. This is unfortunately the the negative. Don't bring up the wide receivers until seven thirty. Until seven thirty when the kids are seven thirty. Seven thirty. That's my negative. My negative surprise. The, the passing game. No, I mean that's 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 mine too. Um, my pleasant surprise is the the defensive line. I I honestly thought that they would just get manhandled just about each and every week, and that has not been the case whatsoever. I think I think mine is, and I don't want to. I'm kind of hesitant to call it a surprise because I I probably be the same way if I was miserable playing football for one year and then you had this new coach come in with this new 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 system and everything is new. I would probably be running around with my hair on fire. Uh, figuratively speaking, and I'm playing with the effort that we're seeing, but like how quick I guess the the team has taken hold of the new staff and and, and how hard they're playing um, consistently for four games. Because like in 2017, the guys look like they just didn't want to play either. And in the 18, it wasn't a dramatic difference like we have witnessed with 2020 versus 2021. Like, there's like a stark difference. It is night and day. It wasn't night and day from 17 to 18. To me, it wasn't. So, that's that's a positive. Um, Rodney Garner has been a positive for sure. Theo Jackson is is the other one. In terms of individual player, I, th- I think he's the biggest surprise on the team for me in a positive way. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good question for them. Mafia. We can and we, and we can do that probably for the next 40 minutes, the whole hour, is go down and lay down some positives, go down and lay down some negatives, and probably will be divulging a little bit too much on both ends. Um, but there's certainly plenty. And there's another category of things I still don't know yet. There's still there's things I still don't know yet about Josh Heupel and this system, and like still there's still questions I I have. I thought I knew. I don't know. I need more time. I need I need to see this system with better players. I need to see the system with with depth. Obviously, there's a tempo that is unlike. Um, most teams in the, in the conference, in the league, in the country. Why is that? I mean, there has to be a reason why. I mean, if it worked so great and it was so awesome, and it, then wouldn't more teams do it? And I thought about that. Like, I know hype has been successful, but if it's so successful, then why why don't teams more teams do it? That 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 is a good point. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've been thinking about that. So. Will it work here? It has worked in other places. Will it work here? So, I mean, I, I have positive. I have ne- negatives. And I have unknowns. I still don't know. I'll say this about Josh Heupel's offense before we get to uh, Dre and Steve in Georgia on the Irish Network's hotline. He, uh, he sold me 
on his offense last night on vol calls, Bob Kesslin asked him, or maybe it was Brent Hubs. I can't remember which one asked him, but kind of the the intricacies of of what makes the offense go so fast, or kind of what makes this this offense tick. And I I tell you, Swain, it 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 sold me on it. Uh, just kind of on on why. You, you want to snap the football as, as fast as they are. And according to the stats, it's three three snaps a minute. Mm-hmm. I think technically 2.99, but we'll round up. And that's by far the fastest in the country. Uh, and Hypel Rookwick uh, just said that the speed and tempo, your kids have to be able to process. You saw us not function the way we should have last week. We had two receivers that are moving on the snap. Those things can't happen. But it forces defenses to show their hand. You've got to get up align, get your assignment, and you've got to play. If mm-hmm. you're pressuring from a base alignment, odds are you're not going to get there and, and not going to have an effect on the play, so you're going to tilt, tilt their hands. It gives quarterbacks a tell right before the snap. The disguising portion of it is a lot tougher to do. There's things that are an advantage from that standpoint. The tempo is a way to get guys out of position, especially on the second and third level. It's a way to not get guys dug in on the first level. And when and when Hypo says the disguising portion of it is a lot tougher to do, mm. he's referring to the defense not being able to disguise pressures and the quarterback not necessarily having to, to worry about a safety or a linebacker or a corner acting like he's going to drop in coverage and then coming on a blitz. That's, that's spot on. Or acting like you're going to play one coverage and play a different one. Yep. Like even if you ain't blitzing – then, you know, you can't necessarily be faking, all right, I'm playing cover two, playing cover one, rolling here, rolling there, playing cover three. You have to, like, you have to declare. You have to declare early because the ball is going to be snapped. So that's a really, that's a really, really good point. Uh, that's, thank that's, you. I heard, I heard that. Who asked that question, man? Give Hubs. That, it was Hubs. Let's, man, let's call Hubs up right now. That's man. why give, Hubs give him, him, give him an attaboy. He, <laughs> he got Josh Heupel to explain that? Oh, uh, my goodness, I, man. Heupel was uh, – he, he was he opened up last night on Vault Calls. There you go, Brent Hubs. That's why you the GOAT, man. <laughs> that is wow. why he is the GOAT. That's what I'm talking about. Right, that that sold me on the offense a little bit. No, nah, I ain't sold yet. It did me a little bit. Like, it, okay, I it, can see why. I can see I can get down with it. it. It helps me understand the commitment to the offense. I'm glad that there's a logical reason behind it. Yes. And they're not doing it just to do it. Yes. I mean, I, I, need, I need more. I need – I didn't even tell you this stat on the air. I told you this stat off the air yesterday about the leading receiver through the first four games versus the leading receiver through the first four games last year with J.G. and Pruitt. I didn't even tell you that on the air. Do we have to go back over this? Dude, I didn't do research for no reason. You already you, – you texted me this as I'm trying to enjoy my concert. You already yeah. spoiled my, my day earlier this week. Let's not, let's not do it again. All right, I'm going to get to the phones. Okay, let's get and to the y'all If y'all want to hear it, I'll, I'll share it. You know, let me know in the text box if you want to hear it. It's depressing. What I came up with, my research through the first four games of this season, the past game versus the four, first four games – of the passing game last year with JG, Pruitt, and Chaney, that crazy triangle. So uh, if you want to know, let me know on text box. But I'm going to the phones, and let's get to Dre. First-time caller, it's Dre. It's Dre Day. It's Dre Day. Dre Day, good morning. Hey, what's up with you, gentlemen? Hey, what's up, man? Thank you for calling. Hey, no, 
Hey, appreciate it, man. Hey, I just want to be the first new caller to call in today, man. <laughs> hey, trying to break down them barriers for you guys, man. Hey, just want to say I love what y'all doing. Keep going on. Go balls. Hey, let's go, baby. I like it. I like it. I like. Hey, that's a that's a perfect call right there. Just a little motivation, a little kick in the pants, man. I like that. That that's right. I like it. I like I like it. Who's next? Steven Georgia. Steven Georgia. <laughs> Good morning, Steve. Can you hear me? Uh, a little, yeah. a little bit, yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me switch forward. Can you hear me now? Oh, here yeah. we go. So, like a commercial. Hey, I apologize. I'm driving. Hey, um, real quick, um, I, I love the show, man. You guys are just stepping up the game every year. I've been listening, you know, long, long, long time. You have, man. Uh, that's what I'm saying. So, hey, uh, <laughs> real quick, I, I, I see all this stuff floating around. You know, Lane Kiffin, you know, love him, hate him, whatever. I mean, he's the gift that just keeps on giving. Um, you know, now he's trying to recruit Katy Perry over there. You know, he's constantly, constantly getting in uh, Saban's, uh, you know, thorn in his side. Uh, which, but I got to thinking about his, his record with quarterbacks, and, you know, even Jalen Hurts and Tua credit him with, with teaching them a side of the game they've never thought of. I mean, do you think that he's probably the best quarterback coach in college football right now? Um, I mean, I, I, I'm, you don't think so? Nope. I got I got to go with I got to go with uh, Lincoln Riley. OU what he's done. I mean, how do you how do you how do you how do you go up against Lincoln Riley? I mean, he's had a bunch of Heisman the last couple of years. Yeah, I I can see your point there. Yeah, I didn't even think about him, you know, maybe because he's like you know a little irrelevant right now, but um anyway, he can't cook, um, he can't cook a brisket like we can, but he can develop quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, anyway, I, I and also uh, I know you guys have probably already talked about this because it was out there. But uh, how, how cool would it be if Lane Kiffin does get uh, Eli and Peyton to do the Ole Miss Tennessee game? So I'll let you guys later, man. Thank you, Steve. I don't I don't want to see Eli or Peyton. That would not be cool at all. Yeah, I don't because I know what I know what Lane's up to. Lane slick. Lane is trying to get all the eyeballs in Tennessee Ole Miss game. So he can embarrass Tennessee. Listen, I said this yesterday. His, his little slick shot to Coach Former when he posted a picture of him and Johnny Majors, called Johnny Majors the best coach in Tennessee history. There's some there's some history with him and the current administration. There's some ties there. Um, he, y'all. Some of y'all that wish Lane was your coach instead of the current coach you have, it's a little it's a little weird um, that you root for a different coach more than your own. Tr Vol, as, as you know, as a Tennessee fan, it's a little it's a little weird. Um, but like, there's people that know Lane, like no no Lane, and those folks are like, no, nah, I, I don't I don't think I want him coaching coaching my program. But he's doing a good job right now, and I'm happy for his, you know, transformation in some areas. I mean, he is, you know, lost a ton of weight, looks happier, and, um, you know, that's good. But with everything that's going on in Tennessee, the football lane, you know, makes me interested, intrigues me. The -the off-the-field lane – no thanks. Worries me. <laughs> so, um, it's a reason why Lane wants Peyton Eli to do to do the simulcast. It ain't because the 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 good of the sport and it'll be good for everybody. No, nah, it'd be good for him. 
and he wants to he wants to embarrass Tennessee uh, in the worst way and have all the eyeballs on his program because it'd be good for recruiting. Now, if Tennessee was in a better place, not year one of a head coach during this time with the investigation and transfer portal or the lack of depth, like if things were a little bit more even, yeah, I'd be up for it. But like, we're gonna go into this battle shorthanded, and like Lane wants to rub it in Tennessee's face. So, I I don't think I want Eli and Peyton. I'm on, good on the on the well, call. Let's get Eli and Peyton for like the the Vanderbilt game. I think Eli needs to be suspended for throwing birds. Anyways, the way I look at it is that suspended. he was throwing birds. At Nick Saban, suspend and he him. should be suspend celebrated for suspend that. him. That way, we we definitely won't get Ole Miss uh, game with with the Manning brothers. Suspend him, suspend Peyton too. I think he might have said a cuss word too. <laughs> suspend both of them just for the just for that weekend. Lewis Riddick and Brian Dreesy would be very happy about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, who's next? Pete in St. Louis. Pete, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. It is almost game day. I woke up this morning with a different feeling. As you all know, this game is uh, more important to me the last 10 years than any other. We haven't been typical Tennessee, but beating Missouri when I've got to live up here with them has been my highlight of the year. Uh, we got it done last year, and I thought, we're turning a corner. And then they went on to have the opposite type season we did. Not great, but they started winning and beating people, and we couldn't beat anybody else after that. But I am really excited this year. They, their run defense can't stop anybody. So I'd like an update on Hendon Hooker if you think he will be the starter uh, because if we can run and Cooper Mays in the middle, if he's going to be able to play, no. if we can run. we got a real shot at winning this game, and we need to win this game. Yeah, yeah, Pete. Uh, you know, Don't expect Cooper, and uh, you're right, man. Missouri, they haven't been able to stop a noble's bleed. They can't stop a noble's bleed. That's right. And I just feel like even with Cooper not being able to go, that we have had four games under our belt to figure it out to the point where you can have some success against the worst run defense in the conference, aside from probably Vanderbilt. It might be time to review Vanderbilt's. Um, it, dude, it, it might be time. <laughs> it might be time, man. We need that. I mean, I know we need it. We need that fourth, fourth win. Bro, you can't be getting beat thirty five nothing in the first quarter. You can't be on pace to be getting beat one hundred and forty to nothing after the first quarter. Like Georgia had a white walk on receiver <laughs> mossing I mean, a Vanderbilt DB. I mean, come on, man. man they, listen, they might didn't be worse it, than didn't Kansas. Georgia, didn't oh, they are worse than Kansas. They might be worse than UConn. Didn't well, we're about to find out because Vandy and UConn play within the next couple of weeks. <sighs> I don't, I don't think they're worse than UConn. Vandy did beat Oregon State. If they were worse than UConn, they wouldn't win a game. Vandy beat uh, Colorado State. Or Colorado State. What'd I say? Oregon State. Colorado State, Oregon State, all the same. You got, you got your mind on the Beavers, man. Who's on the phone? Uh, that That's Pete. Okay. He's just listening to us. As for an update on Hendon Hooker, Josh Heupel said on Vol Calls last night that mm-hmm. Hendon has been able to practice the mm-hmm. last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Not his normal amount of work, but has been able to get work in. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that he ends up getting to 
and we feel like he's on that path. Mm-hmm. But we'll find out more. Tomorrow is a unique day for us in that it's a walkthrough day. You get some evaluation on guys, but Friday you get a chance to go out and run around. Kind of your final call on where the health of your players is for kickoff. Mm-hmm. Now, once you once you read what you tweeted ten hours ago, once you read that one, the same thing. Nah, it wasn't the same thing. Is it was? It was around the, the same thing. You want me to read? I got it right here. Uh, if you got pulled up, go for ben it. Ben McKee ten hours ago says Vols head coach Josh Heupel just now on Vol call says that Hendon Hooker has been doing things this week in practice, and that they believe he's progressing towards being 100%. Status for the game will become clear over the next day or so. Remember yesterday? I said, uh, ah, ah, my neck in my back. <laughs> On a Monday, mm-hmm. ah, can't go, coach. I don't know if I got it. Tuesday's feeling better. Wednesday's feeling better. Thursday's feeling better. Friday, you feeling better than Saturday. Man, you out there 100%. Or dang near close, ready to go. That's just the way it is, man. You, you, I've been through that. I've been through that so much. You well, wake up on Sunday, you're like, oh, no, man. I need to retire today. Call a press conference. <laughs> I am retiring from the game of football. Put me in a body cast. It's over. No, it's you, over. You, you were spot on. But I also think I was spot on in terms of hypo playing a little gamesmanship on, on Monday. Yeah, but Make yeah. Making it seem like his, his availability for Saturday was truly in question. By by he hawing around. I don't I, I don't know. You, you remember you remember that scene from The Last Dance the, over the, over last summer. Michael Jordan. It was really a documentary about Michael Jordan, and they show the scene where Jordan's like cussing everybody out, being super mean, especially to this one player, Scott Burrell. Mm-hmm. Remember 24, Scott Burrell? Mm-hmm. And remember they showed a scene where Jordan is guarding Scott Burrell in the paint, and he's barely even, like, trying. He got, a, he got that stank face, that side eye, the swaying face he's looking when Scott Burrell has the ball because he knows Scott Burrell ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> he's looking at him sideways. Yep. That is how Missouri's defensive staff and South Carolina's defensive staff We'll look when Josh Heupel starts that heeing and hawing and meeing and mawing and going back and forth about who he think might play quarterback and who who may not play quarterback. Like, dude, Henry Hooker is the best quarterback we got right now. So it's really pointless for Josh for Josh Heupel to be hemming and hawing about, I don't know who's going to be the quarterback. You know, Joe Milton is progressing. Ain't nobody scared of Joe Milton right now. Missouri wants Joe Milton to play. <laughs> like, Nobody think about Joe Milton right now. Like it would be great if he had like a real options. Both guys are playing at a high level. Both guys are healthy. But like you think Missouri watching the film, watching Joe Milton play the first couple games, going, "Whoo, we better get ready for Joe Milton, man. We don't know if it's gonna be Joe or Hendon. Man, we gotta prepare for both of them. I don't know because Joe hasn't beaten anybody yet." He hasn't played to a level that's going to scare you yet if you're the opponent. Now, Hendon, he can beat you if you are Missouri. So, yeah, Hypo could do all that him in the hall if he want to, but ain't nobody afraid of Joe Milton right now. Yeah, this Missouri is, wants just, Joe Milton to I'm just speaking play. facts, man. I ain't trying to be mean. I'm just, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Would you be afraid of Joe Milton right now? Nope. I'm just saying. I ain't trying to be mean. I'm just saying. 
865-255-03. Hour one is powered by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical, where you can trade in your old HVAC unit, earn up to $1,500 credit towards your new system. And today, today is the last day for these awesome specials, folks. You can upgrade from a standard water heater to a tankless water heater and earn up to $500 with your trade. Trade up to a new electrical panel and earn up to $500 in credit for your old one. Hiller's Work is backed by their Happy You'll Be or the service is free guarantee. HappyHiller.com. Be right back. At work? Can't call in? Don't feel bad. You can talk to the guys on the text box. It's part of the free Swain event app. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. J.C.'s Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Guys, your health right now is more important than ever. I recommend Low T Center. That's where I get my levels checked. It all starts with the annual wellness exam where they do a comprehensive health assessment exclusively for men, making it quick and easy to take care of your health. And now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatment. Most insurance is accepted. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment and make your health a priority. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. 
When I made the move to my own studio, I was worried about this. I was worried about that. I was worried about, hey, did I get this piece of equipment? Did I get that piece of equipment? Does that sound good? Does that not sound good? One thing I didn't have to worry about, that was office furniture, because office furniture outfitters met my furniture needs. With a 50,000 square foot facility, they have East Tennessee's largest selection and are the best value for new and used office furniture. Located in Knoxville, it's easy to find everything you need for your new space, including desks, file cabinets, chairs, conference tables, and more. Office Furniture Outfitters is turnkey. They came to my place, we mapped everything out that was needed, they delivered, and get this, set everything up. To learn more about what Office Furniture Outfitters can do for you, log on to OFONOX.com. That's OFONOX.com. At Iris Networks, we know that business communication solutions are critical to your success. Since 1998, we've been helping businesses in East Tennessee by providing reliable and affordable high-speed fiber internet and voice solutions. That's why Iris Networks is your Tennessee communications partner. With internet speeds up to 100 gigs and work-from-anywhere solutions like mobile apps, video conferencing, and file sharing, we make sure you can stay connected to your customers and great communities we live and work in. Iris Networks, because just like you, Tennessee is our home. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Fools remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com.
Iris Networks, 90 days no payment for business internet, great customer service, affordable prices, amazing service, Tennessee business, connecting Tennessee businesses, that's irisnetworksusa.com, specializes in in business internet and voice, brings us Attaboy today. And um, Ben, what do you have for us for, for Attaboy? I have two Attaboys and... A current Tennessee football player is going to get one of them. But first, I want to mention Michael Porter Jr., who agreed to a five-year, $207 million max extension with the Denver Nuggets. And I'm giving him an attaboy because he has had quite the path to reach this point in his career. He is a young man who has dealt with several, several, several knee injuries. It cost him his one season in college with Conzo. Hands. Hands. Did you know I have a signed Conzo Martin basketball in my office? I mean, I can't wait to get my hands on that and put it in the studio. Interesting. Uh, But even after the year at Missouri when he battled injury, he's also dealt with injuries uh, at the beginning of his career. Uh, And forgive me, it was not a knee injury. It was a back injury, back issues that, that he was dealing with and uh, it, it didn't look like he was ever going to be able to uh, tap into his potential because he, he was, I believe he was a top player in his recruiting class. Top player in the country. That's mm-hmm. right. And in this ESPN story, it, it can describe it better than I can. Uh, his remarkable comeback story was one of the top prep prospects in the country prior to enrolling at Missouri in 2017. A back injury, however, forced him to miss all but three games of his lone season with Missouri. The same issue caused him to slip all the way to the 14th pick in the 2018 NBA draft. Uh, and it was considered a, a really risky pick, even at 14, when the Nuggets took him. And he would go on to miss the entire 18-19 season after undergoing uh, another back surgery. And then when he finally returned to the court uh, for his second NBA season, second year in the NBA, 1920. Uh, he began to show the talent that made him such a highly touted prospect in the first place. And then this, this past season, he, he balled out. I mean, he took a huge step uh, forward, averaged 19 points, uh, shooting 54% from the field, 44% from three. So uh, I, I know it's basketball, NBA, and who, who really cares about Michael it's, Porter Jr.? It's coming. It's a, I, I'm mentioning this because I think it's a, a good, a really cool comeback story and, and just – Really cool to see Michael Porter overcome all the adversity. I like I like the stories of of players having to overcome adversity. Those those ones hit home for me. Also wanted to give Matthew Butler an attaboy. Let's go, let's go. The Butler, the the Butler, which is a great a great nickname. Would you like being called the Butler if your last name was Butler? Um, sure. You answered it without answering it. But Matthew Butler gets an attaboy today for being named a semifinalist for the Campbell Trophy. Uh, he is one of 176 semifinalists for the 2021 William V. Campbell Trophy. As announced by the National Football Foundation on Wednesday, the Campbell Trophy is considered college football's premier scholar-athlete award and recognizes an individual as the absolute best in the country for his combined academic success, football performance, and exemplary leadership. Wow. 
uh, in this press release from Tennessee Football. Uh, it says, Butler, a super senior defensive lineman for the Vols, has embodied everything it means to be a student athlete during his time on Rocky Top. He earned his bachelor's degree in political science last December and is working towards completing his master's degree in political science this year. He elected to utilize his free year of eligibility from the 2020 COVID season to return to Tennessee for, for one more year. He's been one of Tennessee's leaders and top defensive players. He has 116 tackles in his career to go along with nine and a half tackles for loss, four and a half sacks, and a forced fumble. So huge congratulations to, to Matthew Butler. Hopefully he'll, he'll become more than just a, a semifinalist and, and keep making the, the cuts going, going forward. And, and he deserves it because his resume off the field is, is honestly more impressive than what he's done on the field. And, and that's not to slight what he has done on the field, but he, he's been awesome off the field. Uh, 2020 SEC McWhorter Award nominee, a four-time selection to the SEC Fall Academic Honor Roll, 2019 Co-SIDA Academic All District 3 First Team Selection, a member of the 2019 SEC Community Service Team, and a member of the university's prestigious Vol Leaders Academy during the 1819 academic year. And when he was on Tennessee Prime with, with you, uh, was it last week going into Florida? It was. Mm-hmm. You, and, you and Austin Price. I think it was you. You asked him about his experience. Uh, where was it? Where'd they go? No, they went to Africa. Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, I could. I was trying to think of where in Africa, but uh, Rwanda. That, that's what I was thinking, but I didn't want to misspeak. Because so. I, I, I get, I get, I get Rwanda and Wakanda mixed up now because of Black Panther. But I gotta like stop and stop and remind myself. Wakanda it's not the same. Forever. Wakanda forever. <laughs> but it was really cool to hear Matthew Butler's perspective on his time going over to Africa as part of the the Vol leaders program and uh if if you missed that I, I truly encourage going back and, and listening because really really thoughtful answers from Matthew Butler on on his why why he plays football and his experience over there and the the lessons he learned and uh, he talked about how he wants to take his family back one day he wants to take his friends back yep really cool story Matthew Butler probably has the best headshot on the team by the way oh yeah he will um he look. It looks intimidating. He very he, intimidating. He looks very scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Matthew Butler fan. Big Matthew Butler fan. Am I? Gonna need gonna need a big game from him and the D line this this week, man, for sure. Mm-hmm. Against against Missouri, You're playing against a team that can't run the football, and like Tyon Evans was kind of rubbing his hands together like Birdman uh, and salivating. Um, like a a lion that has not you know eaten in a you know in a month. That's how he plays, so I like it. The defense line should be the same way because you have a, a team that's one dimensional, like truly one dimensional. They cannot run the football, and it was kind of funny to hear uh, Eli Drinkwitz be asked about his football team not being able to run, and you know what what what's going on, coach? How, what, what's the problem? And him, you know, coming up with reasons and sharing multiple reasons why the running game is not is not going, and that's going to be who they are. That's not something you can just flip the switch on and, and change mid season and be good at it. They're not a good running football team. They're not going to be one. 
So Tennessee cannot let this opportunity pass where you have a one-dimensional football team offensively, and it's not like they have NFL dudes this year at the receiver position. Like, you cannot let Missouri beat you. You cannot let them beat you with with this roster. I understand where Tennessee is with their roster. I get it. But this is an opportunity that you cannot pass up. You have to find a way. There are so many different ways to win a football game, so many phases of the football game. This coaching staff has to find a way to beat Missouri, period, point blank. There's no excuses. There's, there's, there's just really nothing else to, 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 to talk about. You, you got you to gotta beat them. Simple as that. A quick note on Missouri's running game. I thought Brian Jean-Marie had an interesting thought when he was on vol calls last night talking about Connor Bazelak saying that he wears his big old bulky knee brace and it, and it makes you think that, oh, he's not going to take off and run. Oh, he's, he's not all that mobile. And then he sneaks up on you, and he is pretty mobile and, and can move around pretty well. So I thought that was an interesting comment from Brian Jean-Marie last night. So Tennessee's linebackers are going to have to be locked in on containing him much better than they did Emory Jones. And it's not just the linebackers. Ian's got to make sure they're setting the edge as well, and guys got to make sure they're in their gaps and so on and so forth. But to your point about having to win this game, I completely agree with you. My question is, is it fair to say that in this type of game, this is where the, the, the good coaches win no matter what. Like, this is a game that, like, if, if Josh Heupel is, is truly a good head football coach, Tennessee wins his football game. Is that fair to say? Because, like, I'm, yeah, I'm, you hes- have- I'm hesitating because, like, if he doesn't win, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, he's a – that doesn't make him a bad football coach. It just right. makes him that – just, that just means that he missed out on a great opportunity. I guess my point is, like, Good coaches find a way to get this get this game in the bag to to get the job done. Like yes, you have your disadvantages on offense, on defense as a team, but uh, against a team like Missouri, you're still able to find a way to get the job done. By the yeah. way, you you identified things on tape, whether it's Mike Eckler identifying that Pittsburgh has an issue on its punt team and you, you, you switch out personnel and Christian Charles can be a free runner at the punter and block a punt. Like, you identify those type of things on, on tape and you take advantage of them on Saturday. We'll see. I think it, uh, it'll be a nice test for Josh Heupel. I think he's more than, than capable, but it is a game that Tennessee absolutely has to win. This Saturday, next Saturday. If, if you're going to get the six wins, you got to beat Missouri. You got to beat South Carolina. Both are very winnable games. Missouri more so than, than South Carolina. Uh, or, excuse me, South Carolina more so than Missouri. But Missouri is still <laughs> a game that you can absolutely win. And if you want to get to six, you, you're going to beat South Alabama. You're going to beat Vanderbilt. You gotta beat Missouri and South Carolina to get the six. Because if you if you lose to one of Missouri, South Carolina, where's that other sixth win gonna come from? It's it's gotta come from Ole Miss, Georgia, 
or Bama. So Tennessee's got to win these next two weeks. I agree with you. I'm glad. No, it's, it, you got to get it done. You got to find a way. Got to find a way. Yeah, simple as that. One uh, you know, team that's one-dimensional, you have a a quarterback that can make big plays with his with his legs. He's had multiple games under his belt now as a starter. Confidence should be at an all-time high. Guys are selling in on their roles. Like it's it's time to go. It's go time. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Time for our top of the hour break. Be right back. 